I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wait, are you gaming on a Chromebook? Yeah. It's got a high-res 120 hertz display, plus this killer RGB keyboard. And I can access thousands of games anytime, anywhere. Stop playing. What? Get out of here. Huh? Yeah, I want you to stop playing and get out of here so I can game on that Chromebook. Got it. Discover the ultimate cloud gaming machine, a new kind of Chromebook. Do you enjoy Film Sack and do you enjoy talking about the movies we watch or movies in general? I have some great news. We have a whole community set up over on our Discord at filmsack.com. It's easy to join. Just click the link and you're in. That's filmsack.com and join our Discord today. Come away, oh human child, to the waters and the wild with a fairy hand in hand for the world's more full of weeping than you can understand. P? P. <laughs> this is Film Sack. <laughs> oh, sure. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Film Sack. This is Film Sack Mining, the very depths of film entertainment for all mankind, episode 424. And I'm Scott Johnson. Joining me today, Brian Circus, Socrates, Particle, Decibel, Hurricane, Dolphin, Tulip, Monica, David, Monica, Dunaway. Mommy? Oh, hi. <laughs> I'm glad you found me. My name is Teddy, and I'm a super toy. Well, maybe not super, and not really much of a toy either. I'm more of a sidekick, stuffed with fluff, human hair, and the memories of 2,000 years of the worst staring contest ever. <laughs> ever. Oh, did I happen to mention I never sleep? Oh, my God, kill me. Anywho, <laughs> thanks for saving me from that hell. It'd be nice to talk to rational beings again. You are rational, right? I mean, you aren't going to do something stupid like ask David about his mother. Oh, you already did, eh? <laughs> well, at least tell me you didn't mention the Blue Fairy. Well, that's on you, buddy. I'm out. Good luck spending the next 2,000 years trying to cork that bottle. Hey, do you think if I jump off the side of this building, now we'll break? Yeah? Cool. Doing it. Viva la Teddy Ruxpin! <laughs> right, I hope you enjoyed my reenactment of the ending uh, ending number eight of AI. Yeah, well done. Well done. Yeah, F- finally, good. some closure. 
uh, from the movie. Finally. Also with us. Is Ra- it over yet? It's not over yet. Also with us, Randy. Keep him safe, Martin. Jordan. Aloha, Scott. Brian. Brian. Hi. So Hi. I was good. Oh, hold on. Oh, sorry. Bad timing. I've been on on hold with the customer support for iRobot for like hours, and they just it's all just hold on. Bear with me for a second, guys. Okay. I yeah. Hi, Janet. I've been on hold forever. Yeah. No. Listen. I've just got three quick questions for you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So okay. First question: Why did my Roomba only last for one day? That just doesn't make sense. No. No. No, do not give me that fabric of space-time excuse. Everyone always says that. The fabric of space-time is space-time, lady. Okay, uh, uh, second question. Let's go. Uh, So I know that the discount on this one means it was a previously opened item, but it looks like it's been through a full torture circus. I mean, (laughs) it's all marked up. There's even a bit of fur on it. What? What? Why do I think you call it refurbished? That's just yeah. rude. No. Okay. Just, I have one more question for you guys. It seems like the primary purpose of my Roomba is to go forward and bump into something, then back up, then go forward and bump. So my question is, how hard is it for me to convert this into a sex bot? <laughs> Hello? Hello? Oh, they hung up on you. Damn it. Oh. That's too bad. I just I just know there's a website for how to do that yeah. in three easy steps. <laughs> <laughs> three easy oh. steps. Is it narrated by Jeff Goldblum where he says there's no step three? Absolutely. There are, there, step there w- three, enjoy. You will actually have uh, dinosaurs on your little dinosaur tour. <laughs> uh, Brian, finally, Brian Moon Balloon Ibit. Moon Balloon. Ah, you must be my 8 p.m. appointment. I'm Joe, your romantic robot partner for the evening. Once you've had a robot, you won't want to go back to a real man. Now, <laughs> Let's go over some of my guidelines. First off, I need to tell you that, due to my many, many partners, I may have contracted one or more of the following. Android gonorrhea, raspberry Pi discharge, eye syphilis, herpes vista, or genital warts XP. Second, any of the following sex acts will cost extra. Simultaneous download and upload, inserting a floppy, swaffling, and making a Control-Alt-Dookie on your chest. Oh, Wow. Before you remove any of my attachments, you need to right-click on the menu in the bottom right corner of the screen and select Eject. Otherwise, a nasty error message will come up, unless you're into that sort of thing. See, I almost went sexual and... Hold on. Can you remind me the XP one again? What was it? Genital warts XP. Genital warts XP. Herpes Vista. Herpes Vista. (laughs) Herpes Vista was actually the first thing I wrote. In my whole yeah, intro, and then I, I and then I start going around that. Yeah, easily is that f- DOS? Yeah, <laughs> easily, <laughs> easily my favorite intro you've done in a long, long time. That yeah. was really good. I enjoyed all of this. That was really yeah. good. Uh, all right, I the movie as well. It was most enjoyable. It was AI, uh, artificial intelligence, the Steven Spielberg, uh, Stanley Kubrick collaboration, and uh, it's a thing we finally watched. It's, I feel like we've kind of had this on the list for a long time. It never seemed to show up yeah. anywhere, and it finally did. It's on Netflix currently, and um, it's, I, I don't it's everywhere right now. Yeah, it is kind of it is kind of everywhere. I don't know why though. It's weird to see that suddenly and, pop up on all these services. But. I I want to try to summarize the film. Ooh, I've been thinking okay. about this a lot since I watched it yesterday, and I just like I find it very difficult to summarize. So it's like um, in the future. Humans are uh, d- dealing with the climate crisis. Yeah, yep. guess what? Uh, <laughs> no, no surprise there. Yeah. Um, the for some reason the climate crisis 
has wiped out tons and tons of humanity and made everybody really, really desperate. So we make sex bots. That's great. Okay, like yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, some people don't want sex bots, though. They they might want a bot that loves them. So uh, one crazy guy convinces people making robots to make a child, mm. and and uh, so then like like okay, but then it I, I can't summarize this movie. Yeah, it's no. like you make this, you, what you happens. Problem, you make a good point. Is, it's Go it's multiple movies. It's kind of like the yeah. uh, Dust Till Dawn kind of situation because you've got the uh david and his parents movie and then you've got the david looking for the blue fairy movie and then you've got like four other um mini movies attached to the very end of yeah, all there's movies. a mad max scene well, you know like is is right i mean right. you can surmise you can you can kind of sum it up mostly with uh pinocchio for robots because that's pretty much what it is that's kind of the story yeah i mean if you, yeah, if you look I mean, at pinocchio it, it follows that story structure yeah if you look at pinocchio it's part. kind of the exact same uh story yeah. And here's the okay. So how many anybody first time viewers? Or we all saw it before, or is I it, saw. Uh, yeah, I've seen it before, but after watching it last night, I think I didn't see it. Uh, is that's well how I felt I, exactly. I thought really. I'm right, certain I, I saw it at the movies when it came out. Yeah. I did not remember the last two thirds. I, I remembered the first third mm, precisely. That's what what's yeah. weird is I'm opposite. I remember the 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 back end more than I remember the front end. But I did see yeah. it in theaters, but only once, and I remember. I remember kind of just going with the crowd on this. I remember it being controversial and uh, some people loved it. Other people hated it. There wasn't a lot of in between. And I think I ended up just kind of going with, oh, okay, well, I guess we're not supposed to like that. It's not cool to like. Uh, I'll just move on and do other things. And I I didn't really think about it. I watched it last night, and I have to say, I think I really like it. I think it's not perfect. It's It's got real problems, but... I think I really this like this movie. So much, this movie has gotten so much better with time. This is a, a rarity on film sack because to me, I, I don't know if I wasn't, if I wasn't engaged enough with where, yeah. where Spielberg was going with this in at that time. I want to inv- invert what you're saying. I don't oh, think really, you think it's getting gotten, worse. No, really? I don't think the I think movie gotten has gotten better. better with time. I think you have gotten better. I have gotten better. Scott has gotten better Perhaps. at accepting such things, at appreciating me? such things. What about me? What, what about me? Uh-huh. What about me? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, we haven't really heard your your opinion yet. I thought I was unique. I thought I was special. <laughs> but do you, know, do you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't yeah, think yeah. the movie has actually changed, and, and, and you can actually tell it's a 20-year-old movie in, in certain spots, but... I I feel very much like I am a different viewer than Absolutely. I was 20 years ago. Ibit, uh, what did you think? I uh, this is another movie I saw in the theaters and then saw on video after it, you know, had come out. I think just rental though. I know I don't own it or anything, but I'd watched it a second time. So this will be the third viewing. Um and it's funny because similar to you guys, I'd forgotten a lot of the movie. I'd remembered and, and I'm kind of like in the middle there. I remember the first part with the the parents and then him getting cast off. And then I remembered the the very end, sort of. Um, but a lot of the middle stuff I'd forgotten about. I forgot about the flesh fair and, and, oh, and all that stuff. Oh, the flesh fair is so cool. It is. It is, it is really cool. Yeah. But um, I... Whatever, uh, Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I liked the concept of the movie. I think that it fails in, in some of the execution. Yeah, yeah. I think that... Um, the script writing could be better. I think the acting, I think actually Haley Joel Osment does a really good job, but I think he's kind of given the impossible task of, of making, trying to make a likable character that is um, obsessive 
yeah. about freaking Pinocchio. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and he was so young then, too. Well, and he's a little, the, he's a little he did, older uh, than. Uh, so what, this is well, just after Sixth Sense, right? Sixth Sense, this yeah. would be this would be a tough performance for an actor of any age. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I think it because of the things that are required is I think it's amazing. The yeah. only other only other uh, uh, AI type movie that I have watched that I could compare this to is the Millennial Man. He had Robin Williams that mm. as well, yeah. and uh, you know he's a full grown, you know Shakespearean actor. That was able to uh, emote that, and I think Haley Joel Osment did really good. In this. So, so in the case of uh, so other movies, I was thinking of that I think maybe are have done this better. So it's it's weird because I, I at the time I'm I'm watching it and I'm appreciating it more, and then I'm also thinking of oh, but like uh, Ex Machina was a better version of this. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. well and, you know this is 2001 compared to well what, yeah I mean it, some of it's time sure but but also yeah. I, I can't imagine the colossal weight that it must have been to take Kubrick's 20 year oh, yeah. uh, project he'd been working on this yeah. for 20 years and then taking it over uh, and working with him during the twilight of Kubrick's life he's near dead and, and he's like well maybe you should direct it and like there's this collaboration happening, but it must have been just this weighty responsibility. This and and that I want to uh, I want to make a statement. I have on previous episodes of Film Sack, I've kind of uh, tried to knock Spielberg down a notch or two. The guy uh, often strikes me as overrated, and this film, <laughs> this I cannot imagine someone reaching into the brain of another filmmaker. And pulling out these kind of results that Steven Spielberg does, it feels like you're watching a freaking Stanley Kubrick film. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't feel like an homage. Like, these amazing shots, this cinematography, does not feel like a filmmaker pretending to be someone or paying tribute to someone by recreating things that they previously did. This feels like new thinking. And somehow Spielberg nails it, and I can't imagine anyone doing it better. I think it does, and it doesn't. I I, I agree with some of the things very very uh, Kubrick, like the um, you know uh, the the David kind of taking a nosedive into the into the water, sinking to the bottom, and then finally seeing the blue fairy and kind of getting trapped underneath the uh, Ferris wheel. That I feel like that was definitely untouched Stanley Kubrick ending, and I definitely feel like Steven Spielberg said. Oh, we can't leave it like that. Let's have aliens come and discover him, and then make his. <laughs> well, his you know what aliens no, should be? They should be long, spindly. But no, you know those. Hold aren't on, aliens, that's right? they're not aliens. Those are evolved robots. They were aliens? No, they're not aliens. Uh, they were never right, aliens. No, you're right. They are evolved robots, right? Because you get the the memory. Yeah. yeah, which I think is a really challenging thing to portray, and I I admire it, and also go, I bet there's a cooler way now. But at the time, I remember thinking, all right, if you're gonna make it so. The idea is that in 2,000 years, the human race has died out, but the robots persisted and the AIs persisted and they changed and evolved and made themselves better. And now they've all agreed that the new model should look like a semi-see-through glass alien right. weirdo spindly and, thing. And the, and the form shape uh, was revealed earlier in the film and it, I, I didn't pick up on it until this time. You but when those, we first statues in, all over the place? Well, when we we're first introduced to David when he's outside the door, he is this silhouette and it is uh, what the creatures no. eventually become uh, or the, the mecha become in the end. 
So uh, I, I didn't catch that until this time around. Well, I'm oh, glad you said okay. that because I didn't think about it this time. Either. I didn't. Yeah, I was thinking more along the lines of the um, the statue that William Hurt, you know, the the symbol of his company that he's got all over the place, his yeah, logo yeah. and yeah. stuff. See, but I, yeah. I didn't. I tried really, really hard to turn off my brain as I was watching mm-hmm. this movie, and so I reached a, a Zen state where I just didn't care what anything might have been or what it was trying to do. And I was right. just trying to like take in what I was seeing. And I'll, gi- I'll grant you that final ending was uh, unnecessary and kind of, it kind of elongates the mil- film and takes it into a place where you, you have a hard time keeping it all together. But it made, it, I, I kind of thought the aliens, whatever, what, whatever the future people, the, the archaeologists the of the future there you go. Were, were, I thought they were wondrous and interesting, and I liked that the film didn't go to any lengths to explain them. Like, they come along and they're like, we we have Wi-Fi. No, but when we're talking to each other, we have to touch. So That's, we have yeah, hard yeah. wires. Yeah. But, you know, like, if you if you worry about that too much, I think you, you lose the thread. And the, <laughs> the film is about the... It's about this like beauty and wonder a lot more than about these specific. Yeah, details. I, I appreciate the world building that you provide by not explaining those yeah. too much. I mean, they explained it a little with a little dialogue, a subtitled dialogue when they first found the boy, and they said something like, um, "This machine was made for." Uh, this is back before the humans were gone. You know, they some kind of question right, right. like that, mm-hmm. and then that's what I went. Oh, right, because look, there's circuitry in those heads and their bodies and. Like those are right. Those are robots, and they, and they eventually they they say that yeah that that you know you were the beginning that kind of stuff. They eventually reveal that, but up until like I guess maybe at least a good five minutes after we've met the characters, we realize that they're the mecha. That there's information there other than like I said the early reveal uh, early in the movie. But that's I think the reason why I kept thinking they were aliens because my initial thought was oh yeah. aliens. Yeah, they're 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 very alien looking uh, robots, and yeah, I'd forgotten about absolutely. that uh, that aspect. Yeah. It is funny though, talking about the world building, uh, that they have all these these really cool uh, future, you know, uh, predictions and things like that. But self driving cars was not on the that, list. I love that. That was like my favorite. That's that's the failure of two thousand one uh, making awesome. uh, that that short sighted. Not realizing what the yeah. Also, phones. Like, there's, there's phones is another of, one because there's, there's 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 so phones. many things yeah. like that that I feel are uh, are enslaved to the the drive to make the film beautiful. So, yeah, like yeah. for instance, in the in the future, we're still keeping spices and coffee out on the counter in glass bottles. I'm sorry, no, that's not going to happen. Well, but, I, I, but in this well, movie, that's <laughs> freaking beautiful. And the way the way you first see the counter in the kitchen. Uh, the counter's real reflective, and you get David's face cut in half and reflected on itself, and it's yeah. like, whoa, that is crazy. I can't believe what oh, I'm yeah. seeing right now. Mm-hmm. And you have to dress that shot somehow, right? right, right. And so it's like, forget what the future might actually be like, and 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 pay attention to you know what you're just what you're forced to take in. You yeah. Know? Part right, part of right. the, I think part of the criticism back in the day was that there was a lot of imagery in the movie that felt like Spielberg was falling into his traps. And now I've looked at it with different eyes. I think he was trying, he may have failed for some, I'm not saying he did it perfectly, but I think he was trying to create a discordant vision of that fairy at the end, talking to the boy comes right. off as no, a little disney but I saw it as creepy and weird and a construct that this, the boy needed to function 
and that every made it discordant. Every movie is creepy and weird. Yeah, it is, but yeah. I mean, you're just supposed to feel that, right? Is I, that? That's you're, I, I mean, that's what I want. That's what I. That's my takeaway this time. But I think in the first right. time we all saw, we all just we came into that film with baggage. I think as a as a people, yes. as a movie going oh, people, and we went in going, oh well, how Spielberg going to finish this after Kubrick? Died? This is going to suck. Like I think we just had these ideas. And we didn't let the movie just speak on its own. It'd been nice Excuse if we just me, didn't I, know who you made it. You can't sit there, sir. I've got a whole baggage I got to put next to me in my right. theater seat. Hold on. It <laughs> is kind of like that. You bring all this mental baggage, and, and now seeing it this much later, it's like there's none of those strings are attached anymore. So it's like, yeah, let yeah. me just see this for what it is. And a story about Pinocchio, right? Yeah, I mean, it's basically a Pinocchio story. You're not wrong. And that's and and you yeah. know what? Every AI realizing that it's smarter than the people story, they're all Pinocchio stories in some way. Like yeah. they're all kind and of that's the idea. That. They, we, we all want to, as, as humans, we want to think that the robots would want to be like us. And that's the ultimate uh, homage in this film to think that, that they would consider our, our, our lives being genius, that they would look up to uh, their creators. Yeah. And so that's, that's a common theme. I find that um, uh, my biggest complaints about the movie are kind of, they're kind of dumb, but they also just annoy me. And it's, for example, they're at the flesh fair. That should be a down and dirty, gladiatorial, mm. awful place. They've got this screamo, well, kind of grunge music playing. <laughs> Who's that band? It's actually somebody big. I forgot who. Ministry. It was. Ministry. Yeah, ministry. That's oh, who it is. That is. Ministry. Huh. Yeah. yeah. So they're up there. In the closed caption, in the closed caption, said uh, indistinct uh, screaming or oh, something like that. Yeah, it on. Okay. <laughs> they did. They didn't know what lyrics were saying. Yeah, it's a cool. Yeah. It's actually. I mean, it's a cool visual. It matches real well. But all the lights and the fire and the stuff and. The idea that they junk all these robots and then scrap them together because you know we gotta we gotta kill robots for people's enjoyment and the idea of what that is a psychological thing for people that should be filled with the worst of society, not Mm -hmm. kids and families. That I didn't buy. I didn't buy the little girl walking around going, "Oh look, a bear!" or the the other two kids. Hey, is this your bear? No, that's not our bear. Like, what are you even doing there? What are you? Where are your freaking parents? Like poor, that needed to be mad. That needed to be more like all Mad Max. Like, go all the way about this part of society is just shitty and dirty and awful. It's not a place where it's not I like going know. to I mean, Disneyland. It feels like it was, you know, it's like a monster truck rally. The 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 parents who go there to this go. thing have bad enough judgment that they're going to bring their kids. I guess right. so. I, I think. I think it was it's reflective of uh, society and not only our society, many societies. Everybody who was there was working people and working people have to stomp on any foreigners or robots who are taking their jobs. They're taking our jobs. And it's like a little bit of payback. And I, I, I really don't want to beat a dead horse, but it's it's you're not supposed to overthink this. This is yeah, yeah, this is out in the woods. Right. Like, how did it? Why did it? It's ridiculous, like everything about it, you know. But if you if the you don't overthink it, it's just it's just like it's like Mad Max, you know. Like it's crazy. People are bloodthirsty or uh, coolant thirsty or like, <laughs> I don't know, like lu- lubrication thirsty. I don't know what they are, but right. it's just like you don't overthink it, and then you get to enjoy it. But the minute you overthink even a little bit, wait a minute, that's a that's a balloon. How do they steer it? How do they make it go exactly where they want? No, don't do that to yourself or you can't enjoy this movie at all. Yeah. And that's a throwback to to Kubrick because that's that that was that's this what that's just how it was. You know, it's yeah. just like, uh, have a good time. By the way, I'm super excited uh, about uh, Dr. Sleep. 
Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, I am too. I, I feel like that's either uh, a, a great idea or the worst idea ever. I can't tell. It's amazing. To do a sequel yeah. to the to the freaking Shining is is a weird thing. Well, I mean, to do. the book was already the book already existed, so it's not like they just made a film for it. Oh, is there? A, I didn't know there was. Oh, I a love the book. Have you, have you, book. Yeah, I didn't oh, know that. So I'm a huge. Good. I'm a giant King fan. How did I not know about this book? That's insane. The book is so good. You uh, should get the book. Everything I knew was a lie. I had no idea that book. <laughs> but I, I really it's funny didn't. because I was watching it, and I have a feeling that Stephen King was a much bigger part of of this more recent one that's coming out. But they also, in the advertising, they did a lot of homage to the Kubrick uh, version, which Stephen King has famously disliked. I'm not sure if he's changed his mind or something. Well, he doesn't get to choose. That's the. Well, I think at this point in his career, I think he kind of gets more choices. Yeah, he might, but he's not not legal choice. Like the the studio owns the property; they can do whatever they want. I mean, hopefully, they would want to work with him. But I think he can't even. I mean, how if you're Stephen King, how can you deny the lasting visual and otherwise impact of the first of that movie? You can't deny it. Like, yep. He may have at the time so, was like I got all Richard Bachman on everybody, but I think now he's probably opened up to it more. Yeah, and they and they boy they capture they capture that the feel of the original movie in this. I mean, obviously yes. they're showing clips from part of it, but um, no, I mean the music, all of that stuff feels like all right. This is going to be really really good. I couldn't tell if those were clips or recreations. That was hard for me to tell. I wasn't sure. Uh, well, the clips of little Danny Lloyd uh, running around, I think, had to be clips because. Yeah. Were they? Because uh, it was always in the back of his head, and he was on a he was on a tri- or he's on the tricycle thing in the back of his head. I don't know if I don't know if that's right. How. And see, that's I think that's actually probably going to be in the film. I th- there's a in, in the story. There's a lot of reflection about that time uh, at, at the hotel, and he actually revisits the hotel, and they show that in the clips. Yeah, as well. he goes to the door uh, where the where his dad yeah. put a hole in it with an axe and said, "Here's Johnny." That's amazing. Yeah, all that stuff. That, that also looked yeah. like a new angle and shot of the lady in the tub. So I think they're yes. I think they recreate yeah. a bunch of that. All right. Well, I mean, they did it for Ready Player One, so they certainly yeah. can do it here. Oh, Thanks, Steven Spielberg. Right. I forgot they did that. Yeah, that was good. That was the best part of that movie, actually. It really was. Yeah. Otherwise, that thing was a little. Well, empty. well, while we're getting back to Spielberg, let me just say, it has been my opinion for a while. I blame, I blame this movie for my dislike <laughs> of Minority Report because I really feel like really? I really feel like this movie broke spielberg and he was trying to reconstruct himself uh during that time uh for when he when he did minority report and i well, think minority report think came was, after this right this was the right, correct right, right it was the next it. thing it was the next thing yeah. and i, I like, really I, I really did blame this movie for that because uh because spielberg was trying to change who he was and but, i was like don't do see that. but look He's, you're an insane person because that movie is good <laughs> that's a good movie i'm absolutely i'm absolutely sane and I didn't say the movie wasn't good. It's just not. Minority it, Report, it, which we've had, we've certainly had our time with here on this show. Yeah. It, it depends on your opinion of that film. I think it's one of his best. And therefore, no. uh, I, I would see are, AI as a nice little lead into that. Like I wouldn't have any problem no. with are it you, at all. I'm, I'm starting to broadly put Spielberg films into sort of like I would watch it again or I don't ever want to have to watch this again. And like like E.T. goes in that second category. But like mm-hmm. I would actually say Minority Report was a little better than A.I. for me. Like o- overall, it just it's a little more it's a little more of a complete story from beginning to end that actually takes me somewhere that I care to go. Yeah. You know, whereas A.I. is just kind of a this pastiche of different looks at, at, at things in the future. And it's a future that I don't imagine is really 
that realistic. So I, I don't know. It, I don't. I don't need to watch it again. So one thing I noticed for sure is that mm. William Hurt. Uh, William Hurt. You can say a lot of things about William Hurt, but the one thing that we need to say about him from now on is you are terrible at keeping track of your robots, dude. <laughs> and you're oh, terrible every, at every keeping way. track of you in the movie. Last thing yeah. he said. He said, uh, I'm going to go gather the guys together and then like, see ya. Yeah. And then right, so you just sit up on the roof and hang out and, and, and don't jump in the water or anything. That would oh, be yeah. bad. No, I think, I think we can easily say he's our, yeah. he's our he's hurt, developer he's in the bucket. Developer yeah, in the bucket. He's a hurt in the bucket. Yeah. Hurt in the bucket. <laughs> hurt in the bucket. But, but it's for real. Like he leaves and just leaves the kid. I mean, you already know he's got, he's all jacked up on staring at a, or no, no, sorry. He hadn't stared at the thing yet. See, this is the other thing I do in this movie. I mix the scenes up. I get the orders wrong. Because yeah. in my mm-hmm. head, the final scene, I don't know why this is, but in my head, in from my theater watching, I thought the final scene was the was the thing with the big cartoon head and the and the Dr. No stuff. I thought that was the very final thing. Oh, wow. It's not okay. even close to the final thing. No, it's like, uh-uh. no. You had a ways to go, my friend. I did. Have you noticed? Have you noticed that William Hurt tends to play someone who has who's supposed to have a significant amount of power, but doesn't actually do anything with it. You ever <laughs> notice that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. That's like in so many movies, I like, as you just look through his list, like, and, and especially like uh, Thaddeus Ross in uh, the Avengers movies, man, secretary of state, huh? That's mm. the second most powerful person in the, in the administration. He doesn't do anything. Yeah. Like the William entire Hurt. time. Why is he in yeah. Avengers? He doesn't do anything. He's right. Cause and he's William, William Hurt is a cartoon character in this. I mean, to me, it's it's like uh it's like when you're watching Bugs Bunny cartoon and you're like, why would that character just put themselves on pause while your other character did something crazy? And that's yeah. kind of what William Hurt mm-hmm. does. He just kind of gets put on pause a lot. Yeah. And it's like three-fourths of the movie, really. Yeah. <laughs> can, we, can we talk yeah. about this one thing that really took me out? And uh, like you, you just brought up uh, other people doing things that are unexpected and whatever. Mm-hmm. Sure. I don't understand why Monica activates the love of the robot. I like it's it happens really suddenly to me. Yeah. Like desperation, I, I, right? I know you're supposed to be seeing her take an interest yeah. in in the kid. And then decide to go all the way, but I didn't. I didn't feel like that comes across. I actually felt like she was annoyed as hell, and it was a surprise to me that she's suddenly activating his love. Well, right. Wasn't and, there a pivotal right. thing right before that though that kind of made you go the, oh. the, bur- the burst out laughing? Uh, and I, she was just trying to to move on. I think she just wanted to lock it in. It she was like, "All right, well, right now we kind of have a weird thing that we. It's like." You know, it's not it hasn't bonded with us yet, but but maybe we just go all the way and be done with this. And that was the inciting action, right? Is that where we went? By, by the way, the bonding must not be that well programmed if the very first person to ever bond with it can just go leave it in the woods later. Yeah. <laughs> and by the way, that well, was such a that was such a pointless act when we eventually found out. Now, she thought that they were going to destroy him. But obviously, William Hurt had such a, a love for this unique a creature that he was he was definitely not going to destroy it well mm, oh yeah i hadn't thought of that you return the kid yeah. that's based on your own kid and there's only that one would have been a lot shorter story plus there was only yeah, one out just, there right he would have just brought it back and probably uh, had it in his uh in his mm-hmm. office Collection. with the other one yeah, yeah. right and his big buzz Lightyear toy uh boxes yeah <laughs> <laughs> the right. other one that was in his office that he hit the face and broke the face off of that was a that right. that guy that one was a little shit that david didn't like him at all yeah. he was a weenie no so is it yeah i guess that 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 answers the question is it genes or is it the raising apparently it's the raising <laughs> i think it's the raising <laughs> it's the programming yeah <laughs> it takes a village or something 
So here's some interesting tri- trivias. Kubrick, we mentioned earlier, worked on this thing for two decades. Um, but along the way, he decided to ask Spielberg to direct, saying it was closer to his sensibilities. Uh, the mm-hmm. two collaborated for several years, resulting in Kubrick giving uh, Spielberg a complete story treatment and lots of conceptual art for the movie prior to his death. That feels to me like a lot of people want to say Spielberg came in here and robbed the movie of the Kubrickiness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That sounds to me like a guy who's like, "Yeah, I, I can't finish this. You take it. Thanks for taking it." Like that's it doesn't mm-hmm. it doesn't feel like a nefarious or or a no. um, him him not doing well with his stewardship or anything like that. He just you know he took the job. Um, it says uh, here, contrary to popular belief, Spielberg claims that he introduced many of the darker elements into the story, while Kubrick's main contribution consisted mostly of the sweeter parts. In a 2002 interview with movie critic Joe Layden, Spielberg said that the middle part of the movie, including the flesh fair, was his idea, whereas the first 40 minutes, the teddy bear and all of that, were right out of Kubrick's script. Uh, Ian Watson... So who who thought of Gigolo Joe? That that was... uh... It uh, doesn't say. Yeah, here, but, we we want to know who put the porn bot yeah, into the movie. Right. That's got to be that's got to be um, Kubrick. I would Kubrick. assume. You would think so, yeah. right? You'd I don't think, think so. Spielberg is like. You know what I really want to have in my movie is a uh, prostitute robot. <laughs> Hard to say. I don't know. It's like because of this, it made me question all of it. Like maybe the source for all this stuff is in different places. I don't know if you guys noticed, but Haley Joel Osment's dad was in there. Uh, his actual know. father's in this that. movie. Him. Him and. Um, Agent Colson are the ones that are fixing him after he eats too much spinach. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, that's oh, his actual right. father. Um, now that that actually <laughs> took me out of the that actually took me out of the movie when they were doing the whole eating spinach thing. Because I'm like, surely if you were creating an AI unit that had a hole that something could go down, surely <laughs> right. you would have like a bag in there or something to it catch totally, that. Totally, some sort of thing to keep anything that goes in his mouth from like completely wrecking the right. system. Yeah, you'd think uh, so. Uh, I liked it though because. It sh- I don't He's know. I liked what it showed. I, I liked this conflict yeah, with Martin, that little shitbag Martin. And the and the whole melting the face when it's, you know, uh, mm-hmm. when he when the spinach is like <laughs> affecting his his video yeah. card. <laughs> like that, that, that was a great effect. Yeah. It was burning his GPU out when that was happening. Um, yeah. I made a GIF of that and it's haunting even in GIF form. It's just it like, is, it's creepy. Yeah. Yeah. Totally yeah. Creepy. But it's, it's one of those things you had to put to the side, like Randy's been saying, you had to check your you know, brain at the door because, you know, we watched, we've all seen the Nazi face melting with Indiana Jones. I mean, well, we know that's sure. not how that works, right. but mm-hmm. it's very visually effective. Sure. Speaking, while we're, while we're talking through all the different actors in this film, who played the robot girl in the beginning of the movie, the very beginning? The first time you oh. see a face open up, who was that? Oh, the actress. I don't, I don't know, but it, boy, how long did he teach that class before he finally revealed that uh, <laughs> that the student's been a robot? Dude, I've been hitting on that robot this right. whole time, uh, <laughs> right? Thank, thank God I didn't. Thank God I didn't touch her. Yeah. Thank God I didn't touch her soft palate. Right. Because uh, that would have freaked me out. Yeah. No kidding. If you're making out with her and you. I accidentally, uh, you know, push the top yeah, part. Yeah. Your whole face well, opens what up. What is this in your mouth? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I would like to know who played that character. I don't know what the character's name was, but yeah. I thought it was Anna Kendrick. Yeah, she looked I was like Anna Kendrick. Oh, oh, no. Anna Kendrick. It's not Look her. at that. There she well, is. And but then I looked her up and I'm like, no, she would have been like 14 when they were making this movie. That yeah. can't be right. Yeah. I think yeah, a lot that of these secondary. Sabrina Gurdurich, right? Gurdurich. Yeah. Okay. Because he called her Sheila. Which is a 
which is a general okay. Okay. woman term, right? That's a that's also what Australians call their yeah, robot yeah. sex workers. She Look at her though; she looks she's like an older Anna Kendrick. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really kind of like Anna. it was. I was convinced it was Anna Kendrick. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. got. Uh, she works. She got all. She got oh, all kinds she's, of stuff. Yeah, she, she's she works. A lot of episodes of that Kim's Convenience TV yeah. show that is all the rage right now. Yeah, she's in. Uh, oh, I gotta see that. Everyone says I need to watch that. Uh, we had a hard time getting past the first couple episodes it felt and i and i'm hoping it gets better but we we decided oh let's move on to something else because this isn't grabbing either of us really that surprises me who was the i mean it felt like 50 people were telling us to watch that i don't know what i know uh i think even nicole used it as a recommendal um just not the ibit way or something didn't uh didn't grab us uh even though it's poking fun at racism it still felt very it still felt very (laughs) exploitative towards asian people like the people that you're supposed to care about are very stereotypical sure asian people and i think that took us out or not took us out of it but that that weirded us out uh speaking of weirding people out you guys noticed they left the trade center towers in Mm, yep Um, Yep. the movie was completed before that event like the movie was completed and, and in theaters before 9-11. Yeah, so but they usually he'll do sense. like a DVD fix, and he chose not to. Ret- um, retcon yeah, he learned his lesson. He yeah. learned his lesson a long <laughs> time ago. He replaced it with walkie-talkies yeah, sticking big giant, out of the- <laughs> big giant walkie-talkies sticking out of the ice. You want to replace us, Bill Burke? <laughs> nope. <laughs> yeah, he left him in there. No. But uh, it was, I got to say something about that. all that. I love, love, love destroyed water-covered Mm-hmm. And then eventually frozen yeah. over that. All that stuff is so much. Yeah, were jam. you were you part expecting to see uh, Kevin Costner swimming around or swimming around uh, under underwater there with his little breather as uh, yeah, yeah. Under- or a, a couple of packs of frozen uh, zombie vampires from I Am Legend yeah. or something. Yeah, like, that's right. that's exactly the Wonder Wheel. Movie. The Wonder Wheel. Like, yeah, that's what this movie needed. Another ending. That'd yeah. be great. It was yeah. no, no more endings. But I do love that look and that idea, and also the idea that even though. I mean, this is actually kind of, if you start thinking about it too much, it kind of breaks the movie a little bit. But this isn't that far. Like, them get hopping in the helicopter and going out to Manhattan is not that big a deal. It's mm-hmm. not like people don't go there. It's not a mystical city that no one's seen, the great lost city. People are not only have seen it, I saw two boats floating out there. And yeah. uh, when they get there, they find out that the robot, or uh, William Hurt's office is still up in the top floor of that place. So Yeah, yeah what, a, what a strange commute he must have. Like, does he <laughs> have to... Does he have to fly to his office every day or take a long boat ride or, or what? I mean, it seems like, I don't know, I'd, I'd maybe get an office in the city where I could drive to work in my, non, <laughs> right. uh, my non-driverless car. But I love yeah. that. I, I just love that to play in that space. I love it. I wish there was more there. I wish it was more I was, This is based there. on a short story, and I really wish uh, the short story was longer because i'm with you that the world building to me was was a lot of fun yeah i can mm-hmm. i, I can, like to see more I, that that's when i was at but, my happiest during this film was when they would I, get into that or the city that was like vegas but not vegas what was it called Ro- Ro- oh, rouge uh, city or uh, what was it yeah rogue city Ci- yeah rogue, rogue, city. rogue city. um whatever it was i you yeah. know the the biggest problem i have this film believe it or not is the title because i don't mm. really feel like it's really approached in the film. I mean, we, there is artificial intelligence in, in this, but I don't feel like it really reflects anything. I think you just call it essence, David. Of the just essence it, of the, yeah. yeah. It should have been called well, David. The problem, 
the problem is, is that we know so much more about artificial intelligence these days. Mm-hmm. But back then, it was just such a buzzwordy, ooh, artificial intelligence. That's so right. futuristic. And, hey, and we did good with flung. ET. Yeah. So let's do this again. Does it make you wonder if Spielberg wanted to call Ready Player One like NPC, right. non player <laughs> character? Exactly. You know no, it, it needs to be two letters. It should have been PK. Yeah, PK. Yeah. Should have been. Yeah. <laughs> I, I really want. Um, uh, I really want to go. I want to watch Ex Machina again. Like that's what I came yeah, away yeah, with. It's all it's all Netflix right now, yeah, as a matter of fact. I think and it was gonna. the thing that was suggested to watch next. And I do prefer a darker take. I prefer a, a, a yeah. less a less uh, happy. I don't. It's not really happy ending. They've confirmed there him. was nothing happy. I mean, he him. dies when he closes his eyes. Which, by the way, he never Did does he in the entire film. No blinking, not once. He the according yeah, definitely. I'm going to need AI too because he said he did something that he'd never done before, which was to dream. And you really don't. Well, dream they, when according you die, according to Spielberg, who let it drop in an interview, and also John uh, Williams okay. somehow said it once. They said, "Yeah, he's he's dead. That's him okay. dying. Okay. Let it drop." They, they, yeah. they were not that clear for me in the film. Right, they weren't I, I at all. More clarity, but they since but since the director has said that's what happened, then that's what happened. Now, translucent, made out of glass, looking, uh, uh, freaking, what's his name? Um, Penn Kingsley, because that's his voice yeah, doing yeah, the narration yeah. and stuff. Oh, is it really? Yeah, yeah. I yeah. love. I could listen to him read a phone book. That guy's great. And I, yeah. I is for someone who usually when I science fiction movies have narration in it, I usually kind of bristle at that because it sometimes makes it worse and they're trying to overexplain things. I could listen to that guy narrate anything. So yeah, mm-hmm. thumbs up for the the Ben Kingsley uh, reunion with Spielberg all these years after sure. uh, Schindler's List or whatever it was they did last. Um. Anyway, so check this out. There was a penis in Rogue City or Rouge City. <laughs> was there yeah. really? Are you, what? There, what? There what? Were there was. There was. Boobs, but they but buildings it, that opened into vaginas. Yeah, was, I was gonna say vagina buildings. Yeah, sure. vagina yeah. buildings were there. They were all mostly implied. But the PG thirteen rating had to be maintained, so they removed the big penis building digitally mm. before release to theater. So we'll I, never know what that looked like. I, found it, huh, right, I wonder I how hard it, that was. <laughs> I found it. <laughs> I found it interesting. I found it interesting that we mostly we mostly seemed. I find the big penis interesting. Yeah. We, I found it interesting that that mostly they were saying that women needed the sex robots. It seemed like there were yeah there were more implications that it was in that way. For some reason, I don't know if it was just because we um, were yeah, with the Would you want to put any part of your body into a Cuisinart, Brian Dunaway? I mean, I, maybe no. no. Definitely not. I, I think what no. was going on there it is, is they were, I think they were just focusing on that as a as a part of the sex trade with as the robots came to 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 commonality. Right. I think that the buildings alone were enough to tell you that they're not all like the place he was in. There's a bunch of you know ones that are attracting it, dudes in there. So I think it's maybe, both and, ways. And maybe PG thirteen lends itself more. Uh, towards women fantasy sexual fantasies versus the men's which would just be a dirty really dirty, what how much how much do guys really need like, do we need do we right. need a whole like <laughs> robot it woman is. or do we just need like you know a couple of couch cushions <laughs> and some ky <laughs> <laughs> it is just like a saturday night at Emmett's house yeah exactly <laughs> sorry it's, although it's uh, strange that's it's strange that Spielberg would remove something from the film after he'd gone to the trouble of erecting it, but <laughs> I, I just want like, I don't think he is the like natural children's director that we often like, sure. Like he made the BFG and he made like the Fievel movies or whatever, but 
I think he's a, like a a, a a guy, like a, a grown man who is capable of, you know, producing an R-rated film. Oh, I think sure. that's yeah, and he's had plenty of examples sure. of that. Absolutely, he's yeah. just not one to make. He's not this kind of this his, particular his, kind of content is unusual for him. Yeah, his R is rate his R rating is going to come from potential violence or blood or language. It's not going to come from giant penises and. It's yeah, not what yeah. he's known boob, for. Boob cities. By the way, the um, when uh, when Joe hitches a ride with those uh, those dudes over to Rogue City, did you recognize uh, the dude on the left, bottom left? Uh, I was trying to I was trying to place those characters. Who, no. who was it? That is uh, Adrian. I think it's Griner from Entourage. He's the main. Oh, the main, I never saw uh, that show. I never saw that thing. It's it's probably not worth going back and watching it now. <laughs> right. <laughs> Was it kind of a, I mean, I, 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 I know I'm what you're saying. It was one of those shows where if you were watching it every week, you were having a good time. It was very watercolor yeah, or whatever, but, but it, not you know, at, after a while it's like, okay, really, I guess it really is the same thing. Dude has, right. dude has friends who are kind of hitching a ride on his success. Uh, it's an excuse for HBO to show a lot of boobs mm-hmm. and a lot of sex. And really, uh, each season is kind of the cycle. Oh, is somebody getting like, drunk too much? Is somebody on drugs? Mm-hmm. One of the one of the people, the other people in that van was DJ from Roseanne. Oh, oh was it really? I, huh, I, yeah. Maybe that's who I recognize. Shut up, really? That that seems more <laughs> yeah. like it. All right. Now there was there was one cameo that you probably either loved or hated, and it's going to be Chris Rock. Oh when yeah, he was, uh, when he was the. Mecca hated it. Okay, it was dumb. I actually liked it. No, I it think dumb. I remembered hating it, but I liked it this time. It was supposed to be Seinfeld. He wouldn't do it. That last minute really? backed out. Yeah, he was going to do huh. it. They were going to do a Seinfeld robot. What is the deal with getting <laughs> fired from a cannon? <laughs> and look, I'm, I've I've mixed feelings about that entire scene because I think that was bad and and way too cameo-y and kind of just too on the nose. But all the yeah. other weird robots, the the butler, the ancient. 75 year old one that looked like video screen please turn off my pain reception oh my god cool man that stuff is so cool i was into all that visual stuff that was really neat i could have lived there a lot longer i loved i would have loved to seen a longer uh scene of them trying to collect body parts and to reassemble themselves i i like that whole clan i would have liked to have known more about that i'll tell you what was super the lady who played the nanny yeah. bot she was like wow super clingy i was like wow that's that is way creepy because she's a nanny so that's her that's her programming mm-hmm. she just knows that yeah there's a to child be no there's a child she needs to do all the nanny things for the child she's well i know but they, job. but the, the, I, I i i you know i get where spielberg was going with but seeing that disconnect of not being worried about being boiled that you know this that constant smile on her face like everything's okay that's it's the good. idea it's that's that's the beauty was, of that scene is it's it creepy as crap it's very effective yeah. i totally mm-hmm. agree um so this is a pretty oscar thick movie you got cast members who include robin williams sir ben kingsley meryl streep who did she play meryl, meryl streep she was the, she was blue mecca wait blue mecca. hold on blue mecca was she really hold on yeah what yeah. wait wait so she was the blue fairy uh, yes, the, the voice, well, of, the the voice of the blue yes. fairy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's a blue mecca. She wasn't really a mecca. She was just like a. Well, that's how she's listed in the credits. Oh, blue she's mecca. listed as blue mecca. Wow, I hate yes. the word mecca. It I sounds like a Japanese. I do. Thing. Too. Mecca versus orga. Orga <laughs> organic. Mecca orga. mechanical. Mecca orga. Mecca orga. Right. Mecca DOS orga. damage avoidance system. <laughs> 
right or something. I forgot she was in this. But anyway, you had yeah. William Hurt, uh, and then you had two. Those are people of all one Oscars, and then you have Oscar nominees Haley Joel Osment and uh, Jude Law. Although, and wait, I is love he Jude then? Law in this film. And by has, the way, has yeah. Brendan Gleeson never been nominated for an Oscar? It's a crime. That's a huge oversight. No, it's a crime, dude. He's so yeah, good. Yeah, for sure. My gosh, that guy. I mean, he would Mad be Eye Moody. He's so good. Oh, his if, uh, again. This anytime I can recommend Bruges, I do it because it's one of the mm, best mm-hmm. movies people have never seen. It's Colin Farrell in a way you'll love him. Yeah, exactly. It makes you really appreciate Colin Farrell as more than just a hey. Let's put somebody really pretty in our movie. Yep. And those two <laughs> yeah. work together. So that is a fantastic freaking movie. It's dark but funny, and I just love it. It's so good. Anyway, you know what I loved in this in this film is going to be uh, Francis O'Connor. Oh, as the mom, as Monica. Monica. Yeah, yeah, I thought I, she did. I, I I loved her performance. It's it. the hardest role in the film. Like I I appreciate that some people are playing robots, and that's difficult, right? Jude Law does mm-hmm. a great job with a very difficult role, right. but Monica is the hardest character to play in the film because she is she is our human representative. She is what we are supposed to sympathize with and experience all of this weird future through yeah and she just nails it i yeah. mean she's perfect mm-hmm. she's really good mm-hmm. i like her a lot in a lot of things but um she's in another not in timeline she was bad in timeline yeah that was a bad movie <laughs> yeah, everybody was bad in timeline yeah. <laughs> um for for a little while so we we're uh house sitting for the crazy neighbors and um for a little while we had to watch the film or for the middle section of the film pretty much all of the monica stuff we were watching at their house now they bought their tv set it up and have had it on whatever that is motion blur the, the oh, thing that makes it look yeah. like it's a soap, soap opera effect yes perfect and i'm afraid that if i were to change it while they're out of town <laughs> that they'd know when they come back and they'd be like what did you do to our would. tv why does everything have to look like a movie but um because also crazy mrs crazy neighbor watches soap opera or watches days of our lives on there oh, so that's funny uh but uh, man, when you watch that with that whole Monica and David um, section, when right. you watch it as a with the soap opera style video on, it feels very soap opera because right. it's like, oh, she's coming in from the kitchen and he surprises her while she's carrying the laundry in, and she screams. <laughs> and it's like, oh my god, this feels so. It feels so bad when you see it with yeah. that style. Made me laugh when she was on the shitter, though. That was pretty funny. Oh, that was <laughs> right. hilarious. That yeah. was so yeah. good. I'll around. tell you, I, I, I came in this movie. I've seen it at least three or four times. And when I say I've seen it, it's a very different experience watching AI casually and then watching it critically. Because critically, this movie moved up a lot of bars for me. Whereas casually... I'm like, I can't stay that engaged with this film because there are spots where it's just, it's just, it's just so much just watching long shots of nothing really happening. And it's really sometimes hard to get engaged. Yeah. But uh, this, this movie has really went up in my, in, in my opinion. Yeah. I, and then we're hearing this from people who are watching it before the film sack. Cause you know, we, we always hear from somebody on Twitter is like, Oh cool. This is my homework this week. And I'll watch it. And they've come back saying, yeah, I like this a lot better than I thought I did. And mm-hmm. I think that's, that's good. Um, it's got its problems. Those cars are stupid. Oh, yeah. The phones are I stupid. Like the cars. This is like not as forward thinking as his very next film would be, which is the great minority report. Oh Man. my <laughs> God. That's when it all fell apart. But that thing's, but you have to at least give that movie credit outside of the wooden ball. Although they, they have a reason for those. You know, there was, balls, yeah. But, okay. Yeah. Look, like I've said before, 
my my dislike for Minority Report. I do not expect anyone else to dislike it. Yeah, uh, you are perfectly fine thinking this is a good movie, and it may fit uh, your movie watching needs. It does not for me. There's right. there's things in there that break it for me. It's yeah. not a bad movie. It's just. Yeah. I don't. It's too it. rainy, and it means something I somehow. Don't, don't too much water. Too much uh, water symbolism. <laughs> it, it doesn't. It doesn't click with my brain. I like symbolism, and I like for it to mean something. And if you don't need that, then knock yourself out. Hey. I'm sure you'll love it. It's a good ride. I like. It's a good ride. I like puke sticks. Those are cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. puke sticks. Yeah, I mean, yeah. and I and how eyeballs work and eye scanners, all that stuff is perfectly <laughs> valid. Yeah, wooden roller balls. That makes sense. Let's put this on this Rube Goldberg machine. Yeah, I'm getting off topic. Yeah. Let's get back. Yeah. <laughs> I, like I want to the... grant oh, you yeah. one. I want to grant you this one thing, and that is, if you have Tom Cruise in a movie, it's a Tom Cruise movie. Yeah, yeah. true story. And true story. AI mm-hmm. doesn't suffer from that at all. Like, no. there's a little bit of Jude Law, Jude Lawing it up, but it's not. It doesn't like uh, cover the whole film where you're just like, ooh, this is a. <laughs> yeah this is right. just exactly like gattaca or whatever you know what i mean yeah. like tom cruise has a way of drawing your attention to tom cruise acting as tom cruise does yeah uh this this movie ai doesn't like it 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 just feels so much more like that could have been anybody like the all the actors did their jobs in a way that you could have you you don't think oh Haley Joel Osment. I'm looking at Haley Joel Osment. You just don't think that. No, it's a Remember? It's, yeah, it's a good movie for um the subject matter is the is the star. It's that's the leading role sort of. Yeah. It's not yeah. really a person or people. Which I think yeah. is 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 a good point. Sorry, you've done it. Do you remember here. when uh, when Jude Law was in everything? <laughs> yeah. For that for yes. that time in the late nineties, early two thousands. And man, he's another actor that I really liked, but I wonder if we just got so much Jude Law so so suddenly that what? he kind of had to that? take a break. Well, he's from still it. in a ton of shit. He's in that new Pope show on HBO. He's in. He's uh, in the new Pope show. That that new uh, Sherlock Holmes three movies in post production. That thing's happening. Captain yeah. Marvel. I never would have yeah. guessed that was going to happen. He that was the he was weird. the villain in Captain Marvel. Oh, all right. Well, he was right. He was okay. Captain Marvel. I saw in Fantastic Beast the sequel. He was Dumbledore. But boy, it sure it sure tapered off there for a little while. Yeah, it did. Maybe. He was in Sky right. Captain World Tomorrow, which we. <laughs> I know. Here. I look at that still like on his IMDb page as one of the featured yeah. things. Oh, I'm looking at his, his career. Pretty consistent. I mean, pretty no... consistent, but not as big like uh, Captain Marvel and and um, the the uh, Sherlock Holmes movies are big, but stuff before that, like stuff, you know, mid mid 2010s um like the, a lot less of the big budget blockbusters like he was in know, in the late 90s and early 2000s that's a good point you, you know got things was, like the you know what was like toast right of before London. this movie ai what? You know what, was right before what extends that's right oh yeah extends. oh, oh ex- ex- existence existence oh, i'm sorry existence i'm yeah. sorry yeah existence when you, you keep wanting that. to call it the uh penis enhancement film <laughs> Because that's what it was. I don't blame he had that, uh, he this had episode. That hand, he had that vagina remote. Remember that? Yeah. Remember that big old? That, that was the thing. Good. Sure. I mean, this episode of Film Sack, we're going to talk about penises. Like, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I should have said this an hour ago. We're going to talk about penises. Yeah, they're going to come up because penises are cool. Hey, how about that they're scene gonna, where the. They're going to come up. When that, <laughs> oh, my God. When that lady uh, uh, died and, and he was supposed to be, uh, the you know, she was. Her his client and he was gonna go see her and he's like whispering in her ear and he thinks it's a tear oh, yeah, but it's yeah. blood and all that. The guy that shows up that did the murder 
That's the dude who's like, yes, we love, we're so happy. Yes. Oh, really? I love that guy. Freaking love that guy. He's great. Ah, I was wondering, wow, he looked familiar, but I did not recognize him as, uh, is that, that's crazy. He's also the dad on, um, what's that show with the, the good place chick, her show that she was famous for. Uh, She was in high school. Yes. Um, Um, Veronica Mars. Veronica Mars. Uh, oh yeah, Christian Ver- Bell. It's Veronica Mars, right? Veronica Mars. Veronica Mars. Yes. Yeah. yeah. She, he and was by the, the way, he was the dad. Mathazaris, who Scott is talking about from Galaxy Quest. If you're, yeah, if you're, yes, about yes, I'm. We impression. are so happy to have you helping us to solve the mystery of the. He was just amazing in Galaxy Quest. He's so good. Anyway, just something I noticed while we were watching that. Yeah, uh, it did good. Let's see. Uh, I wrote- IMDb winner of the week. Oh yeah, I'm, who's, who's got for the reason, best? For some reason, for me, Kurt Youngberg's thumbnail looks weirder than the actual picture. But if you Kurt scroll down, Youngberg, Youngberg, Young, Young, Youngberg, he was Looking a kid, oh. and the thumbnail looks really—it's freaking me out. He looks like an AI. <laughs> no, he's fine. Then when you click on it, it's not as bad. Yeah, it's not so bad. Let's, let's it's, see. It's important to point out that this person, Kurt Youngberg, is now like something like thirty-three years old, yeah. and his yeah. picture. Is of him when he was like sixteen. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like, it's time to update your picture. Are you an actor? Maybe you're not an actor. And, and that's so that's fine. You just leave it there. That's yeah. it. And it looks pixelated. But then I'm it like, does. are those freckles or is that? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. I think he's uh, his face is pixelated with freckles. Nothing. No. No criticism towards him. It's the picture. Also, Francis O'Connor's got a terrible one. I don't even know if that's her oh, in that show. Oh, that was that was my choice because it's mainly a picture of someone else's back. Yeah. <laughs> Mm. seriously the yeah, Francis yeah, O'Connor no picture is mainly a picture of right. I don't know Moses yeah. Moses Let's Moses, Moses. Is back King King yeah. Lear Caesar like is it Caesar has been around for a while yeah I don't know yeah. but Jude Law or uh, sorry uh, Jake Thomas who played Martin played the kid Martin he looks like the same kid just someone put, smushed some beard fake beard on him he looks like the exact same kid <laughs> that's the that's the thing about casting I was surprised we didn't bring it up, but that's the thing about casting kids in films. Generally, when they grow up, they continue to have that young face because usually what you do is you cast somebody for like a nine-year-old, you cast like a 13-year-old who looks like a nine-year-old because you want that life experience there so they can perform. And so usually you pick somebody with a young face and that face when they grow up remains young looking. So, uh, Well, Haley Joel Osment's a good example of that. I just saw him in that... uh, What's it called? Extremely Wicked, Shockingly Evil and Vile, the Ted Bundy movie on Netflix. Right. He was fantastic on that. Really good. And he's old and fat and has a beard. Like, yeah. That beard. That happens to the best of us. Yeah. yeah, that is a, that is a heck of a beard. Talking, speaking of people who look like they have a big beard glued on their face. It, <laughs> he looks like young Haley Joel Osment with a big yeah, fake yeah. millennial beard yeah. glued onto his face. I, I think he's I think he's all right. He's He's yeah. uh, oh. he's fine. I don't. I have no complaints. He's great. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people want to go ah, and throw him under the bridge because he's weird looking now because it doesn't compare to when he was a kid and he was all that. But I, <laughs> I like F that. That's I like fine. the idea of throwing him under a bridge. I don't think I've heard it. <laughs> I said throw him under <laughs> the bridge. I meant the we, uh, the what did we usually under say? A bus. Oh, under a bus. Under yeah. a bus. Yeah. Under a bus. Yeah. <laughs> I want to throw him under a bridge because he's a troll. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I had that in my head. Oh, and the other thing I hated in theaters but actually really liked this time was the teddy bear, and I. I oh, so I much. think he's great. I think it, giving yeah. him a normal old voice that was always just the voice of warning, like the little conscience he took with him, yeah. really worked yeah. for me. Or, and it didn't come but, off as maudlin or, or too cutesy. It was just 
uh, you know, David. It also, David it also could have been terrifying, and it didn't come off as terrifying either. Yeah, I, I, felt, so, I felt so bad for Teddy because he was just along for the ride. As a matter of fact, he was just at home, and you know, and and Monica's supposed to take uh, David to the you know to the nowhere place, yeah. and. And she did now talk about throwing somebody on the bus. Monica just kind of totally throws Teddy on the bus. We're going to send Teddy with you too. And yeah. Teddy's like, no. Yeah, no. I know Teddy what's got going screwed. on. Teddy I don't want to go. Well, that's mm-hmm. why. Cause Teddy would have been the conscience. He would have kept her. Teddy would have been around always right. reminding the mother of what she did. Like Teddy's yeah. great. Teddy is an important yeah. part of this movie. I so the, the voice actor who does that, his name is Jack Angel. He's done some Smurfs and he's also done World of Warcraft battle for Azeroth. Yeah. He's still working. <laughs> That guy's cool. Still he's working. Yeah. Older guy. He's yeah. good. He's been in tons of stuff. Old, old, early '90s, late '80s cartoons, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he's really good. Did. Now, did everyone else laugh their heads off when the pen porn happened, and that those kids were so <laughs> into it because the yeah. pen made it land that on was, his junk, and he's like, "Sweet, that, that was lo- so creepy, <laughs> so dumb, dude." That wait, was wait, wait. dumb. The, pen, the what? Hold on. The pen the porn. Yeah, the yeah, pen the, porn. The, from- Joe was was. Uh, Shooting out of the end of his little pen, he had that hologram. Oh, oh like yeah, the yeah, princess, yeah. Princess Leia. Yeah. You're like, you're my only hope. Right on your right. I'll, right. I'll point that right to your crotch. Yes. Okay. Yeah, and they're like, get in. I'm like, really? That's the most access you have to anything. Right. This is like, so we're on our way to a Porky's movie in the future. Yeah. <laughs> so that's going to end up being like more like augmented reality, right? So you can enjoy your, so you can have fun with other people's expenses. Just I don't, I don't know. Augmented reality has the potential of becoming pretty twisted. Like yeah. what you could do with it out in the world, and yeah. you know, oh, maybe maybe Steven Spielberg will make AG, and yeah. then we can. Oh, I was going to say AR. Yeah. AR. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Movie. Yeah, that makes more sense. Wait, what's AG? AG. Uh, AR. Oh, you said AG before. What is that? I did. I meant yes, AR. Just, oh. He meant ah, uh, augmented uh, reality. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it would have to. Split it it has to be the initials initialism and then the definition. So it has to be AR, the augmented reality. <laughs> augmented groin is what that stands for but yeah the, that mm-hmm. was dumb and i laughed out loud and i kind of hate that and i wish they wouldn't have put that in there but mm-hmm. that's fine i don't it's, i don't have that many complaints about it um and 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 honestly just having ben kingsley say words was enough i didn't realize it was him at the top as well he was narrating the very beginning mm-hmm. yeah and then which, later which fascinated me because it 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 felt right in the beginning because it's like oh we got we got an omniscient character who's yeah. explaining stuff but who's he he saw everything. Yeah. This this character saw everything. So who is he? Yeah, he was who very. He had an omnipotent uh, point of view. Omnipotent. And the yeah. way he talked, it was very much in like an old school kind of storytelling. Like technique. Anthony Hopkins uh, at times. Yeah, yeah a little so bit. I thought it was, but uh... but but the language of it, the prose of it, was very like I don't know what to compare it to. It's like telling an old tale in a book. I don't. Know, it's very bookish, and I I liked it. I right. thought that was a cool pick. Uh, to have that and i normally like i say i don't usually like that in my science right. fiction but i don't know that was pretty cool all right i have clips and i have a lot of them would you like to hear them oh yeah. my yes. this this Great. movie is so quiet at times that, that it really isolates the dialogue well let's find out how it all sounds with this where we talk about babies hundreds of millions of people starved in poorer countries Elsewhere, a high degree of prosperity survived when most governments in the developed world introduced legal sanctions to strictly license pregnancies. Which was yeah, are we sure that's robots, not Anthony Hopkins? Nope. Who were never hungry him. and who did not consume resources beyond those of their first manufacture was so essential an economic link in the chain mail of society. It's 
totally not Anthony Hopkins. But yeah. you're right. They've got the same accent. There are times, there are times that it sounds like him. and Probably the same. Yeah. So why not Morgan Freeman? Uh, <laughs> I mean, we used it for War of the Worlds, right? Yeah, why this not? This is when David finally realized that he could dream. <laughs> he came through 2,000 years of frozen shit and came out clean on the other side. I'd like to tell you that William Hurt came back, but he never did. <laughs> I'd like to tell you that. I'd like to tell you that. <laughs> That was the last time we saw William Hurt. <laughs> oh, my Lord. They missed an opportunity. All right. Um, here's a... What's this? Oh, something with the hand. How did that make you feel? Angry? Shocked? I don't understand. What did I do to your feelings? You did it to my hand. You did it to my hand. <laughs> Great. Uh, let's see. I love you. Don't kill me. I love you. Don't kill me. Oh, that was the dad. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I catch a robot. <laughs> Don't kill me. I say that anytime I bring home, like anytime Amazon drops off uh, a box of tech. Yeah. I say that to Tina. Like, all right. I love you. Don't kill me. Don't kill me. By the way, got an Amazon Echo yeah. show. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking, speaking of robots killing people, boy, it's easy in the future to frame a mecha for your murder. Oh, yeah. Oh, like, yeah. It's yeah. ludicrously. Mecha just comes bounding in. Hi. Yeah. Oh, I got a little blood on my finger. Now I'm guilty. You yeah. know, like, wow. Yeah, no, they went <laughs> all. Like they, the that made me. I See, I like that because they yeah. detail it too much, but I like the idea that society could just shove so much of its problems onto and just basically just put all of it on robots. You know, yeah, second second class citizens dehumanization. I mean, those are were some yeah. interesting. And when they left him in the pool, in like when he's in the pool and the kid, they get him out and the other kid's okay. Martin's okay now, and he's at the bottom of the pool. They just leave him there, and that mm-hmm. that's a sign of well, he's this machine and who cares? He's not going to die. And I needed, and, and, and as long as the movie was, I was really wishing to explain what happened. Did he? Did he just? come to the surface himself did they actually come and get him oh. next thing we know he's just sitting at the table he's got a robe on it's yeah, all good I, probably. I would love i would have loved for him to fall into the pool and then be floating awkwardly up on the surface that <laughs> right that would have been, right. been more uh, interesting yeah. to me oh, him yeah. just sinking to the bottom it's like visually stunning but like re- remember uh data yeah. uh floating in mm-hmm. one of the star trek movies yeah right where he like is floating from the waist up like yeah. that would have been really cool in yeah. this because yeah. data I, I, could I control know. it it was in um it was the one with the weird stretchy faces um yeah what was that called nemesis Not no nemesis. That, uh before nemesis uh, yeah, it was a uh, frick star trek stretchy frick. faces <laughs> and uh <laughs> anyway yeah like this it's one of those things like you you can't help wondering all the time with this movie why it, why is david like this like you just constantly ask that question. Why is he like this? Well, why doesn't he? Why why didn't he learn to swim? Why went, doesn't he know whether or not he's going to react to pain? They went they went out of their way to explain that older models uh, rule anything other than David was magnetically you know were like iron and, and magnetic uh, material uh, that could be magnetized, and that's how they pulled Jude Law out of the helicopter because he's made of whatever metal, mm. but the kid wasn't so. On the one hand, they're like, well, he'd sink to the bottom of the pool because he's a robot. But then on the other hand, they went to the great lengths to explain that this is new. This is like a new model, new material, space age stuff that's not going to sink or be, you know, affected by magnetism. They were they were a little loose with those rules, I think, which was kind of a bummer. But I do like the idea that Jude Law's got stuff in him. I I assume his wiener, probably. But he's got stuff. <laughs> his magnetic. Yeah, he's got magnetic <laughs> stuff in him and the boy doesn't. 
Um, all right. His the one of the first things out of Haley Joel's mouth was this. I like your floor. It's like the very first thing he says. Oh, how much she likes the floor. <laughs> cool. May have been the first yeah. thing he said. Actually, I think that may have been it. All yeah, right. it was Wash the first it. thing. He, it <laughs> was the first it. thing. Yeah, he clean said. it. <laughs> if you like it so much, clean the damn thing. Exactly. Uh, Here's a swimmer. Here she is pooping. I close the goddamn door. All right, you're a nice mom. Nice, <laughs> nice mom. Uh, terrible laughing. I really don't like this part, but oh, I understand oh, it's. I understand so its use. I get why it's used, but I don't think they did a great job. But here it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not good. Yeah, no. I, that uh, Haley Joel Osment's little robot starts making that laugh. I'm like, oh, go <laughs> leave the room. No, this, no. Take, I'm not going to laugh along with them. I'm going to be like that. Is Honey, is that the most disturbing thing you've ever seen yeah, in your life? We've made a mistake. You can take that clip, make it sound like they're at a distance from you, and add some other jungle sounds, and that's hyenas at night. <laughs> yeah, kind of, yeah. I hate it. I really don't like yeah. that part. Okay, so I, I found a, uh, this clip wasn't explicitly, but your mom didn't send this to me directly. She This was part of some other file she sent me, so I just sure, found it. For all this explanation. Sure. Yeah, so this apparently is another prom thing. I don't know what the, oh, the, the deal was, but this is, I think, you yelling at a date, or maybe she's yelling at you, but here it is. Darling, we're becoming unfashionably, unreasonably late. Wow, you were a picky wow. mother scratcher mm-hmm. back then. About all the all the robot porn in this movie, and that's the prom? <laughs> the yeah, prom right. uh, audio? I was, you know, that was... I was really hoping you were going to pull him talking to his first date and she's crying. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, yes. He's like trying to assure her he's not going to hurt her. <laughs> and she's just she's just weeping and I'm just like this is the least sexy thing I have ever seen in my life. Yeah. And it well, doesn't will help. Will this hurt? <laughs> doesn't help that all he has is like big band standards when he cocks his head. Like that's mm-hmm. all he plays. Mm-hmm. Right. You need some more stuff in there, dude. Well, he's on Spotify and not Apple Music. Hey, Joe, what do you know? Uh, here's, uh, I wrote still weird. So let's see what that is. Mrs. Swinton, could you hold a moment? I have an urgent call from your husband. Oh yeah. The phone calls are weird because they sound like they're in the room. (laughs) Wild. Wow. Would you hear that out of context? That's that, that might be the worst acting in the whole movie. It's probably somebody's a production assistant or something like that. Um, all right. Here's old and stupid. He used to be a super toy, but now he's old and stupid. Leave Teddy alone. You little shit. Daddy. Freaking Martin, dude. Ugh, why, kid. Why is this the only Teddy in the universe, by the way? <laughs> it seems like the, if this Teddy yeah. was that great, like what we see as Teddy, you would think they made 10 million of them. Oh, yeah. Well, no. nobody yeah, plays but The way she talks about it, it's like, you know, it's locked in the closet, forgotten about for right. several years. So, and plus, I have a Teddy Ruxpin in my house. I mean, how many times do you think I see those out in the wild? Never, but they were huge True. at one point. Yeah, that's that was the implication that this was a big deal at one time, but now everyone's moved on to actual humans. And where's your Cabbage Patch kids? <laughs> but those the, cabbage, your your Teddy Ruxpin can't get up and walk around, right? But like can't, if if but it could, it? you might find that everybody everywhere you go, there's a Teddy Ruxpin up walking around. Like I mean, it, you're right, there uh, should be okay. they should be kind of walking all over the place, you know. So. And why yeah. is their also, on button so deep in their anus? Why can't that be somewhere else? Yeah, that's not smart. No. The way she was digging in there, dude, it was like, find the switch already. Good hell. Gotta, gotta find it. It's in the bunghole. <laughs> so so I know we talked about the, the natural disaster that humans created by melting the solar uh, polar ice caps. Were, were they implying there were also 
that that uh, Martin's family was anti-vaxxers because what didn't he have didn't he have he had a virus that messed with his legs and stuff wasn't that polio wasn't that essentially what was happening a return no it was of, a, a polio no he was hurt i thought it was an accident or no something. no no he said he had a, he had a virus that's what the doctor was talking about oh for maybe some super virus or something that's a, i don't think i mean anti anti-vaxxer as a movement that whole crap didn't exist in a one people were still just being smart and getting well, their kids vaccinated aware. well they right. weren't aware of dumb shitheads yes nope. <laughs> <laughs> also, <laughs> look, I, and if I get email, that's fine. Y'all are stupid if you're not vaccinating your kids. Okay, go ahead, Randy. What were you going to say? I I can't hear the word <laughs> virus and not think computer virus also. And mm. I couldn't help wondering if there was a a subplot here that just kind of got axed, where right. there are it's possible for people to. I mean, Brian Ibbett's greeting notwithstanding, it's possible for people to you know have. <laughs> have gotten sick because of their contact with robots, you know? Right. Sure. That's possible. Uh, but I don't know if I'm not going to give them that much credit. I think they were just like, well, what could hurt a kid? How about some weird virus from the future? Boom. Mm. You're in. I mean, maybe all the ice caps melted and some, I don't know, big woolly mammoth fell out of there and it had like 20 yeah. new diseases we'd never seen. I, I'm just happy that I, I just like the fact that, uh, that in this movie, uh, humans destroying themselves was kind of like a subplot. Like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. It's not even it's not even important. That's not important. Well, in a weird way, the robots are uh, yet another extension of human survival. It's them right. coming up with the ultimate way to to live on in some fashion and that is to build a an intelligence that can go on without us. Right. It's that's very human. I actually really like that subplot. I think that's a an I interesting idea. It would have been cool. I mean, part of me wants to just go check out that 2000 years, you know, and see what all went down. I want to know yeah, what wars right. happened. I want to know when it really started to tip the balance and there were more machines than men. Like, did it go full matrix? Like, you know, when did they build ships that were just made out of a bunch of slats, <laughs> which is pretty right. cool. I like that a lot. Anyway, uh, here's a thing. When's your birthday? Oh, I just didn't like how he said it. It annoyed me. When's your birthday? When's your birthday? When's your birthday? All right, here's the, the P thing from earlier. Can you say P? P. Now say that two times fast. A little rat just teaching how to say P. I know. Yeah, but who hasn't done that? Uh, a little kid said, all right, now say poop. Yeah. Or <laughs> spell cup back or spell cup and then. Oh, C-U-P. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Well, For us, for my daughter, it was, uh, she said, if we, if we got her to say frog in any form, like frog, uh, anything, she'd say the F word. So if she yeah. said. Uh, we'd say, say frog off, and she'd go, F off, just like at the top of her little lungs when she was like two. It was the best. Yeah, for Tristan, it was a uh, truck. And uh, <laughs> and he also called, so it'd be like, oh, the UPIS, uh, <laughs> UPIS F-bomb. <laughs> oh, I see. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's Gosh, awesome. I didn't get any of those. My kid, I do miss those days, though, because like, my kid called airplanes. Uh, he would say appy, oh, and he was so excited um... to see an airplane. He was like, appy, appy, appy. Oh, like, I love that stuff. I, yeah. I wish I could just freeze that, yeah. you know? Like, Same. It was, he, it was only recently that he started saying yesterday, the word yesterday. Yeah. Up until up until pretty recently, he always said uh, 
last day. And I tried to, I tried to preserve it. I tried to say it too. So he'd keep saying last day. And then you realize, oh, there's a teacher over at that elementary school who's fighting me on this. I better, I better stop. Yeah. So society's going to pry that stuff out. They're going to change it, whether you like it or not, which sucks. But I remember like I, for me, Christmas will always be Christmas because that's how they said it. Mm -hmm. Daddy, when's Christmas? Oh, I don't know, but don't ever stop saying Christmas. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) <laughs> you know the holiday for Jesus Krim. You know him, right? Right. All right. Here's uh, a <laughs> here's here's the guy from Galaxy Quest. I just captured him talking. Hey Joe, what do you know? How many seconds has it been? The last time the two of you were together. Creepy dude. That guy's creepy. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I hate. I hate that. That guy's a murderer. Yeah, he is a murderer. That guy, like, yeah, yeah. and and why doesn't Joe just apprehend him? I don't understand. Yeah, say it ain't so, not, Joe. That's right. It. You got you got rules, man. Uh, I wrote, I love him. I don't know what that means. What's a new model doing loose and unregistered? Sir, it's a late generation lover mecca. Well, there's a relief from all this antique iron. Oh, I just could listen to him talk. Of course, as of course you love Johnson. I mean, they were chanting his name when he came out. How'd you feel about, how'd you feel about that, Johnson? Uh, it wasn't so much the name. In fact, I forgot it was his name until you just said it. But um, I just, I don't know, the Gleason family Johnson. in general. Even Doom Hall, or however you say his name. Oh, speaking of which, he's in Ex, Ex Machina. He's got Ex his Machina, son in it. Yeah, right. Yeah, think about that till just now. Nux. Uh, um, yeah, General Nux or whatever. Captain Nux, General. General? Colonel. Was he? What was, his, <laughs> what was his rank in Star Wars? I don't remember. General? All right. Everyone's a general you in know, Star Wars. Yeah. That, that actually reminds me, like, again, I'd love to have uh, know more about that. This actually, if they ever decide to redo uh, AI, artificial intelligence, it would actually be really cool to do it as a miniseries like an hbo miniseries uh westworld level oh yeah production because mm-hmm. then you could get a full episode about the flesh fair and the history of it and and um uh gleason's character and his whole background i think that would be really cool or just spend more time there make that your show like there's a lot to do with what society would do if we got to this point and it's that would be really fun to explore yeah. and you could get pretty gritty with it like I, I mean, basically, Westworld is this, so we're kind of getting that already. So HBO would probably pass on it because <laughs> they've already got a show yeah. that's basically this. But well, kind of, yeah, yeah. Some yeah. of the same themes are stars dying. or something like that could do it. FX or AMC or something like that. Here's Chris Rock in his starring role as mm-hmm. robot in a tube. Kind of shoot me over the propeller thing. Yeah, I don't need to go through it. I, I was considering it, but I changed my mind. All right. Is it racist Chris to make Rock a black Chris Rock? Is it racist to make a black guy robot? I'm at, I'm at, like Al Jolson. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it feels like it's if you're yes. building one. Just, I'm just answering your question. Yes. I, you can stop there. Yes. Well, Unless I don't know. I thought they were trying to make him look like Chris Rock. I didn't think they were trying to make him look like anybody else. Well, I don't think this there's I don't think they were going, hey, we're making a robot that looks and sounds like Chris Rock. I think this in this universe, Chris Rock doesn't exist. He's just a robot. So I don't think this was like them referencing a 20th century comedian. I don't think anyway. Now that you say that, now I have to wonder, I guess. But that's that's how I took it. But, you know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I can't tell. I don't know. Can't are tell. we looking for something out there? I don't know. Some people will tell us, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Well, they'll tell us. I'm excited yeah. about it, too. I love being told what to think. Thought police. <laughs> uh, here's the, I like the, oh, I like the robot I wrote. Oh, when the opportunities avail themselves, they pick away at us. Cutting back our numbers so they can maintain numerical superiority. Now, the problem with that robot so, is yeah. it's 70-something years old. 
right. that's great. But did it age and become a cranky old piece of shit, or was it younger when it was no, a new it robot? No, was, it was Arlie Ermy yeah, the whole gonna, time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I was thinking. Like, oh, is that Arlie Ermy? No, but it's somebody doing a heck of an impersonation. It may as well be him. Yeah, I, well. I kind of liked it. All right, here's uh, Agent Coulson chiming in. Had that guy in this movie. Here you go. Yes. He's in one piece. There you go. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Agent Coulson. You've been great. Thanks for that life model decoy. Yeah, we appreciate it. Uh, here's a Jude Laud moment. Oh, yes. Oh, God. Oh, yes. Oh, God. Oh, God. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I did enjoy that little little walk down the, the trail. That yeah. was interesting. Yeah. That grabbed your PG-13 by the horns a little bit, yeah, doesn't it? Yeah, it did. Um, all right. Say the name of the movie. Artificial Intelligence. There you go. That's good. Yeah, just the last part of it. Yep. Not <laughs> <laughs> the whole name of the movie. That's true. And then finally. Give him what he wants. Okay. That's cool, mm. Ben Kingsley. What I want is more Ben Kingsley. Mm. Now mm. time for this. <laughs> time for the film sack checklist. Spinach is not good for you after all? Check. I want my own plastic Jude Law without the gigolo parts. Check. <laughs> and finally, Martin is a little shitbag and so are his friends. Check. Jeez, yeah. Robots would be fine if it weren't for shitty people. Man, those kids were dicks. Ugh, made me mad. Yeah. Stuff like that really pisses me off. You know what yeah, else pisses boy. me off today? I watched a guy who was out jogging. Uh, I was walking the dog and he was pretty far Ooh, from me. And joggers. I, and I watched him. That part didn't piss me off. What pissed me off is I saw him stomping on something and then smiling and then running on. And when I got to where he was, he'd stomped on all these poor snails that were trying to get across the road. Oh, geez. It's freaking mean, man. You have, a, you have a serial killer in the neighborhood. What an a-hole. That makes me really sad. Oh, oh, I was no very kidding. angry at him. And they're all just laying there crunched in their shells and I couldn't do I, anything well, about it. I live in a snail neighborhood. Um, it's like... <laughs> Because they used reclaimed water to water all the landscaping yeah. in the neighborhood, and it's surrounded by desert. Yeah. And so my neighborhood is just overrun with snails, big, beautiful snails. Yeah. And everybody I know goes out of their way to not step on them in early yeah. in the morning. And so the thought of catching someone actually choosing to step on them, I don't know what I would do, it, but it would hurt my feelings. I was enraged. Yeah. I was so mad. And I couldn't see him when I got there, so he was long gone. Or I probably yelled. I don't know. I was so mad. <laughs> what would you have yelled? Scott? I don't know. I want to hear. I don't know. Snail. No, dirty snail stopper. I, I, I want to I hear how triggered you'd be. Come on. He's a snarial killer. We got to start. Are, they, are, they, are those are they little, 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 little bitty snails? No, they, they were little, big. They were big, you know, mm. garden oh, snails. Yeah. 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 And we just had some big rain. So they always come out. And, you know, I, I go Maybe out of my way. Maybe he was trying to revive them. Yeah, that was it. Next to went after after a bunch of puppy dog tails. Yeah, he was. Where's my Where's my magnifying glass? I gotta kill some ants. Puppy dog tail. He's just following the instructions. I went. From I am. Yes, puppy exactly. dog tails. Snakes, now snails, we got puppy. snails. What's next? What's after that? Actually, is there anything after that's that? That's what little girls are made of. Oh, all right. Then he goes. No, home. that's not little oh, girls. No, boys. That's what little boys, boys are made yeah. of. That's oh, right. Girls Sugar and spice and everything nice is what girls are made of. Right. Yeah. Right. Let's puppy dog tail snails and what was the other thing in there third thing sticks sticks and snails snips and snips and snails what kind of snips what's a snip what's a snip what's a snip who knows what a snip porn. is I don't know. porn i'm gonna look it up porn. 
Snips. Porn. Snips. TikTok videos. Okay, I found it. You guys ready? Here you go. Snips yeah, are little bits or quantities of things. Bits of string, bits of rocks, bits of shells, bits of, bits of sticks. Uh, bits about anything yeah. you might find in the pockets of a little boy. So snips are so things So sticks is up. kind of interchangeable. Yeah, sort of. Mm. Sticks can be snips, but snips don't always aren't always sni- snips. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Snips go to your hips. Yeah. Snips move. One is contained. One circle is contained completely within the other right, circle. Right. <laughs> Uh, we have a Star Trek connection, or a n- number of them. I'm not going to read them all, but there's a ton of them. Paula McCalmson, who played Patricia in The Mirrored Room. She was in Enterprise. We have Voyager actors. Uh, let's see. I'm going to go down and find a, mob, a big one. Can't. They're all just people you never heard of. Can't um, see Can't find them. April Grace. She was a female colleague in TNG. She played uh, a transporter chief. That's usually something you can always tell yeah, when like right. uh, Cole Meany's not around and they got to bring somebody else in for a day. <laughs> That's who that is. Uh, anyway, thanks, Daryl, for that giant list that I'll never read. Uh, soundtrack grade today, we're giving it an E for extravagant. So I did a little reading on mm-hmm. this. John Williams, of course, collaborating like he always does. He basically created his, his first real concerto style um, mm. thing. And apparently it's really long and way longer than the movie even. Uh, it's beautiful yeah it's something else it's really different for him too i mean there were parts that were very felt you know like oh yeah this is john john williams but there are other parts <clears throat> where it was like much more chamber musicy and mm-hmm. kubricky sort of you know like mm-hmm. yeah. it's clear he was going for that but it was crazy anyway worth checking out if you're into john williams hmm. uh twitter post this is where you guys sum it up in 100 and nope that's 280 characters now is what they do <laughs> Or less. Let's start like with Randy. I know, geez. Uh, Randy, you go ahead. You're first. A dot I dot artificial intelligence. Sex robots are here to woo you and lay you, and Frank Sinatra music is playing because that's going to make you stop crying and start getting it on, just like a Saturday night at Ibbot's house. Yeah. Very nice. Nice. And further scrutiny. I've decided that's a good uh, Twitter mm-hmm. thing. Uh, next up, we have Brian Dunaway. AI, artificial intelligence. Like staring off in the distance and mugging a pleasured smile while someone buttons up your pajamas. Oh. Fun for you, uncomfortable for others. <laughs> now get out of my bed tube. <laughs> Trust me. They shave that kid every day, it said in the trivia, yeah. to yeah. look more plastic or whatever. That's just weird. Don't be shaving no kid. That's weird. Is it time for my shaving? Boy, they couldn't do it now. No, probably not. <laughs> Not with that big beard. No, they'd be there all day. It's like an eight-hour job. Our razor is losing. (laughs) (laughs) It's too strong. Can't keep up. (laughs) Uh, Finally, Brian Ibbett. AI, artificial intelligence. WP wasted potential on a BS bad script that was probably written on TP, taupe Mm. parchment. (laughs) All right. Genitals XP or whatever you said earlier. Gentle words XP. XP. (laughs) Oh man, that made me laugh for some reason. That was so good. All right. Uh, Well done. That means it's time for this right here. I have in my hands the alternate titers. Titers? Ultimate (laughs) titers. These are the ultimate titers. They're too tight. I call them my ultimate titers. My ultimate titers. (laughs) What are titers? (laughs) Y'all want me to make a batch of my ultimate titers? Anyway. Those uh, tighter whiters. Title should have been I See Weird People. That was uh, one of those. Yeah. 
Or well, I hear New one. York is lovely this time of year because, <laughs> you know, it's all <laughs> underwater and <laughs> shitty. Uh, we have an email from a listener who uh, references something Brian Ibbett said. He sent this email as Dave, by the way. Oh, sent this email boy. To, all right. Oh, what did I say now? Uh, Filmsack at gmail.com. He says, Mr. Ibbett said something on one the one about eight-legged freaks about tarantula fangs being small. Not so. As a proud owner of four <laughs> pet tarantulas, I have had as many as eight at one time over the, uh, and over 20 in the past decade or so. I feel as though I have a duty to set the record straight. Tarantula fangs are large, very large. One of my tarantulas has fangs at over one-fourth inch long. That is kind of long if you compare it to the body. Anyway, another has fangs almost half an inch long. If you are, uh, let's say, if you are bit, oh, if you are bit by one, it would definitely penetrate your skin, might even <laughs> scrape bone. Uh, then they give some further reading about their fangs. Uh, tarantulas shed their exoskeleton like snakes. Tarantulas shed their uh, their fans like they are exoskeleton. What's a fan? I don't know what that is. Probably fang. fang. Probably oh, he fang. wrote fans. One. All right, he missed a G. Uh, anyway, I can mail you a tarantula set, shed so you can see the fangs for oh. yourself if you'd like. I thought I was going to buy you a tarantula. Wouldn't that, wouldn't that be a surprise yeah. to open up a box? Mm. I don't want a <laughs> shed. Dude, just getting its shed is gross. I don't want that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah no, foul. Thanks. thanks for the offer, And, wh- Dave, and but- sir, what does this contain? Uh, uh, no, we're not shipping. Especially that. after eight-legged freaks. Yeah. Right. <laughs> he says, I have a lot more inform- information about them, including pictures. I'd be happy to answer any questions or no, send you nice. pictures of my tarantulas. Cool. Thanks, Dave. Well, Dave. And I, think I, and I think I was confusing the small things with just weak venom. I know they're not I know they're not harmless to humans, and I was confusing what made isn't, them not harmless to humans. Isn't the granddaddy long legs only have like, they have like, uh, granddaddy long legs has like the shortest oh. fangs, and they, that's, but they got like some of the most potent poison isn't that yeah right? but they yeah, can't correct me if i'm wrong spider people i think that's right mm-hmm. yeah spider men Here, here's the here's the thing about tarantulas though brian was uh, i think part of the context of what you're saying is they're also they're not aggressive like they're just right kind of you know they, they won't hurt you relatively docile you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah unless you blow on them isn't it the thing it's not supposed to blow on them oh, <laughs> oh god really oh, that sounds terrible why does that sound so awful i can picture it Ugh, I it, hate spiders. Where does that? Where does where does blowing on a tarantula go between uh, step stomping snails? Is that like snails is worse? worse. Snails not is so worse because you kill no. the because you kill the snails. That's not fair to the snails. Yeah, right. Shark. It's By the way, we forgot to do the gross thing, and I. Oh yeah, I don't. I think I have up? one. I, it's all fine. Well, then why not bring even, it up? Well, why? not even not even the spit, not even the not even the open mouth chawing of the spinach or anything that didn't No. Not, even not really. Um maybe yeah, him, you know what? Him activating the chick's soft palate to open her head. Yeah, that was pretty gross. Sticking yeah. his finger finger in that lady. He stuck his finger in that lady's mouth, people. Yeah. It's very penetrating. Yeah. Right up there. Before before his fellow student or before his uh, the students in his classroom realized that she was a robot. Like <laughs> <laughs> whoa, 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 sir. Whoa. Yeah. He just oh, walks too, over sir. there. Me too. Jams a Did finger. Did anybody in his else mouth. spend the rest of the movie hoping to see anyone ever stick their finger in and turn <laughs> someone off? Like, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like the whole movie, I'm like, you got this, you got this buck tooth thing in your pocket. Nope, we're never gonna do it again. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, no. I'm a little no. surprised. I'm fine that they didn't do it anymore. No, you're okay with just the one time. All right. <laughs> I'm okay with just the other one time. Yeah. All right. Uh, oh, good example. Now, never show me that again. Exactly. Be like Dave. Send us emails. Filmsackagemail.com. All right. Our next film is what? I don't even know. What is it? Oh, next week we're watching Ghost Ship. Oh, Ooh, ghost yes. ship! With As a salvage ship. tug crew tries to recover a long-lost passenger ship found floating lifeless on the Bering Sea, 
it quickly discovers an eerie presence starring Gabriel Byrne, Juliana Margulies, uh, Isaiah Washington, and guys, it's only 90 minutes. Yes. We're actually going to watch a movie. Oh, nice. yes. Wow. Hold on. Is and not it, an uh, extended feature. Why, why do I have it in my head that the... What's his name? I can't think of his name all of a sudden. Owen Wilson. I thought Owen Wilson You was in this. say that every time we tell you, no, that's that's a Haunted House. Is or what is it? Ghost. Ghost House? Haunted. Or something. What? Ghost, no, ghost. It's something else. <laughs> it's the Haunted or something like that. The Haunting or Haunted? It's, I just have him in this movie in my head. I've never seen Ghost Ship, but I was always sure he was in it. Hmm. Or maybe there's someone like it and he yeah, dies. Yeah, it's just Haunting. That's what it is. Uh, the Haunting. Okay. Yeah. I don't know what huh, the deal yeah. is, but Ghost Ship, a Never 2002. Which is also, The Haunting is also a good movie. And Ghost Ship, I'm saying good movie. Let me correct myself. It's a good bad movie. Oh, I know who I'm okay. thinking of. It's, uh, oh, Carl Urban's in this. That's cool. Uh, Desmond Harrington, I oh, think, no. is who I'm thinking of. No, that's not the guy. I freaking don't know. Mm. All right. I, whatever. I've got this kind of. Carl Urban? Carl Urban's <laughs> definitely in it. Carl so we got Star Trek Doctor, we have Isaiah Washington, uh, Grey's Anatomy Doctor, and we have Juliana Margulies, a nurse, I guess, from ER. So. Emily Browning, who I just saw in um, American Gods seasons one and two. Did you finish season two? I did. Didn't, yeah. Didn't like it's it? Right. Not your thing? Not as much as season one. Oh, that girl's in Sleeping Beauty. That's a yes. weird movie. Yeah, and Sucker Punch and... Uh, Yes. <laughs> similar movie sucker punch too or similar premise i should say Sleeping very different beauty movie. made me very uncomfortable i didn't like it yeah all those old guys like rubbing all up on her mm-hmm. it's gross all right uh well there's that thanks for being here everybody and listening we'll be back with that next week in the meantime the website is filmsack.com if you'd like to follow us on twitter and say stuff there you certainly can it's at filmsack email us filmsack at gmail.com and as always we are checking out your voicemails when you send them 801-471-0462 that's going to do it for us, for me, for Brian, for Brian, and for Randy. P. <laughs> we'll see you next cock. See you next time. <laughs> this show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com give him what he wants okay give Already. me what i want hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain i learned this the hard way after losing my cat gingy so i created pretty litter a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors saving you money and potentially your cat's life Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.